Hey legends, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline. I am your host, Rodney Stewart, and we're getting into another little review here on Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3, Episode 6, entitled Band Candy. And, uh, yes, in this episode, um, gosh, original air date was November 10th. 1998. I still find it hard to believe that this show is that old. It, it just seems like yesterday we were checking it out on the first runs of it. So, uh, at the beginning of this episode, we get uh, a little scene with Buffy and Giles. They're in a graveyard uh, on patrol, but uh, Giles has been a, kind of a father figure to Buffy as running her through uh, revisions for her SATs and she's not happy she doesn't test well and you know she just wants to be a kid and that plays on that in a big way in this episode as well she kind of feels that she's been suffocated by both Giles and her mother after you know running off at the end of season two so uh, they're on her back in a big way in this episode but uh, the next day when they get to school, Principal Snyder is waiting on them and he's got all these boxes of chocolate bars that he wants the students to sell to raise funds to get new uniforms for the school band. So, uh, unknown to everyone, there's a darker, darker thing about these chocolate bars which happens later on in the episode. We get some really funny parts in this episode of the grown-ups uh the the effect that these chocolate bars has as it makes the grown-ups act like teenagers again you know it takes them back to their their teenage days and instead of being grown up and responsible they're very very reckless and living out the the party days once again but uh we're skipping ahead right there so Buffy and the gang are given these bars, they're told to go sell them. And of course Buffy goes straight there, Muller tries to sell the whole lot to her, which doesn't happen. She only buys half of them and uh, sells the other half to Giles when he's trying to get her in for some more training in the library. Um, we get a little visit to Angel in this episode, of course he's... Uh, resurrected now after been getting killed by Buffy <laughs> at the end of season 2 resurrected a few episodes into this season and he's starting to recover now he's starting to get his humanity back and Buffy visits him and he's practicing Tai Chi in the garden of the the big manor whatever you want to call it where he was killed and resurrected and they have a bit of a back and forth kind of a tender moment but there is that distance grown between them which is fair enough considering that Buffy killed the man and uh, as we do know if you know this series whatsoever you'll know where this leads to and this is the the early steps to Angel exiting Buffy the Vampire Slayer as a regular um, the next day at school Giles fails to show up for the study hall Rosander and Willow, they're playing footsie under the table, you know, they're uh, 
Wallow has had feelings for Xander for a lifetime. He's only ever ever seen her as a friend, and recently they've kind of crossed that line slightly. And where's it going to go and whatnot? But the big thing here is uh, Xander is dating Cordelia at this point, and. Uh, Willow was dead in Oz, so there's going to be a backlash at some point over that. Now, before we go any further, I do have to say, this is the series where I fell off in the original run of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I have seen all the episodes at one point or another over the years, but season one and season two, I was a regular viewer right through them, but season three... And my mind was up against it because of the strength of season two. Season two was an absolutely amazing season for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Fantastic. And to follow that up was always going to be difficult. And for me, although there's a lot of strong parts in this season, it wasn't enough to hold me in the original run of it. But getting back into it now, and I'm really appreciating it a lot more. But, uh, yes, you know, it's kind of hard to follow up that hat album, you know what I mean? So, uh, yes, Giles was meant to be over Study Hall, he didn't turn up. And uh, last we seen of him, he was with Buffy's mother at Buffy's house. And uh, when, she, when Buffy was sneaking off to visit Angel, nobody knows other than Buffy that he's actually alive at this point so she's sneaking behind everybody's backs to go check out see if he's okay and she plays off Buffy's or her mother sorry Buffy plays her mother off using Giles as an excuse and he she's playing Giles off using her mother as an excuse so they catch her out in the lay and uh, yes there's uh, some harsh truths Phone up Buffy at that point of the episode, you know, how can we trust you after what you did, you know, Buffy's looking for more freedom, you know, you know, take the leash off, you know, give me some room here to breathe, more or less, and her mother's like, you know, the last time you were, you know, we trusted you, you, you ran off to LA, and, uh, yes, so, things aren't fantastic, uh, and Buffy's home life in this episode, well, it's, it's a mother, been a mother looking after her daughter. You know, it's just, just one of those things. And we've all been there as teenagers, and you, know, you, you kind of wanted to get that bit more freedom. But your parents weren't stupid enough to let you have it at a stage. And like Buffy's mother's not even letting her drive at this point. You know, Buffy wants to drive, but she's failed the fairy test. And, um... Uh, she has no hope of getting the the actual test without the fairy test. So um, our mother is just holding her back in a few ways. And it's just the stress is showing between the two of them. Um, Buffy been worried after Giles doesn't turn up at the study hall. She goes to his home and finds her mum on the couch. And Joyce offhandedly gives Buffy the car keys to drive home. Buffy can't believe what she's what she's hearing here. She's like, you know, Joyce is like here. You know, you take the car, 
and Mr. Giles can drive me home. Uh, Buffy's not going. Doesn't look a gift horse in the mouth. She grabs the keys, runs, gets into the car, and goes to get Willow to head off to the bronze. Uh, thinking I could study there, a little bit of dancing and studying. It's all good. Um, when she leaves, Giles now acting like he did as a teen invites Joyce out for some fun. Buffy and Willow find the bronze packed with adults who are acting like teenagers, including Principal Snyder. And uh, there is some great comedy moments in this, as I say, in this whole episode with the grown-ups acting as children. And Buffy and Willow are in the bronze and they're, they're talking about... You know, Willow's kind of worried. She's like, you know, these people could have heart attacks, for goodness sake. And, uh, you know, maybe there's a doctor here. At which point, this middle-aged, well, I want to say middle-aged man, but he looks a lot more than middle-aged, uh, storms the stage of the bronze with his shirt off, and he screams and does a stage dive off the stage, and there's nobody there to catch him. Boom, flat in his face in the middle of the floor. And, uh, well, I was like, I think that is my doctor. <laughs> um, yes, they are turning back to Giles' place to find out what is going on. But, uh, yes. Giles and Buffy's mother are heading off for some fun. Um, at the warehouse, uh, where these chocolate bars are being made, the vampire, Mr. Trick, checks up on Ethan Rain. So we've got those two villains returning along with the mayor in this episode. He's setting everything in motion here. There's a demon that he has to pass a tribute on to to stop it from attacking and destroying Sonny the Owl. It's like, you know, his campaign uh, when he was elected and whatnot, you know, he's in, he knows all about the demons and that sort of thing. And, you know, he's keeping them all in check by doing this, that and the other. And there's one of these demons involved in this episode. Um, so at the warehouse where these chocolate bars have been made with whatever magic voodoo is on them to turn the adults into teenagers again. Mr. Trek is involved. Ethan Rain, uh, they're checking the production of the chocolate bars. And Trek suddenly accuses one of the workers of eating the candy and he kills him as an example to the other workers that are there. Buffy eventually she puts two and two together and realises that the candy is making everyone act like immature teenagers so she sends Willow and Oz to the library to check out new research see if they can find out anything and uh, she drives to the warehouse upon arrival Buffy finds her mother and Giles kissing in the middle of the street and inside the warehouse Buffy catches Ethan Rain and her threat of violence persuades him to reveal that Trick needs to dull Sunnydale adults in order to collect a tribute for a demon named Lacronus. I hope I said that name right. Um, so, uh, when all this is going on, uh, four vampires enter Sunnydale Hospital to, remi- to remove, sorry, uh, they go to the hospital and they take four newborn babies. Uh, at which point Willow phones Buffy from the library and tells her that Lacurus eats babies and Giles remembers you know he's acting like a kid he's underneath the this spell this magic voodoo or whatever 
but I'm being the gigantic nerd that it is, just like myself, it happens all the time, random pieces of dorky knowledge will pop out unexpectedly and that happens with Giles in this episode and he remembers from his books that the demon may be found in the sewers. So down in the sewers uh, the mayor is in there along with Mr Trick and they're waiting impatiently while the four vampires chant in a ceremony to uh, summon the Cronus. Buffy, Giles and Joyce crash the party and the mayor quickly flees. Nobody's seen him. So, uh, spoilers, he's the big bad in this season. Um, Buffy fights with the vampires, along with Jay's helping out. You know, he's back in his teenage days where he's the hard man, trying to be the hard man. He's jumping in there all recklessly. Just everything that he's normally telling Buffy, teaching her not to do, he's doing it in this episode. And, uh, a huge, where am I at now, I've lost my place in my notes, as per usual, uh, that happens in every podcast, I do apologise, uh, get used to it guys, professional, my ass, so, uh, while the fight's going on, Joyce, Buffy's mother, grabs hold of the babies, takes them to safety, and a huge snake-like demon appears, and, uh, first thing it sees is one of the vampires and it swallows him whole this thing is absolutely huge um jades attacks mr trick but he's thrown under the path of lacronus and uh he just gets out of the way in time lacronus comes out after having eaten that vampire he's going to go for jades but jades manages to get away and uh buffy pulls down a gas pipe and igniting a fire that sets the Cronus on fire and kills him. So uh, the babies are saved, returned to the hospital. That's a happy ending, more or less. So back at the office of the mayor, the mayor asks why Trick fled, allowing Buffy to kill the Cronus. You know, he just uh, when the battle started to turn, he turned his heels off. He went, so he has to face down the mayor now to. Uh, Explain his actions. The mayor asks, why did he allow Buffy to kill the Cronus? And Trick replies that he thought he was doing the mayor a favour by having the Slayer kill the demon, leaving one less demon to whom the mayor would have to owe tribute. But the mayor warns Trick against doing him any more such favours. Uh, next day, the adults, they've all returned to their senses, whatever this spell was, wears off after a bit. Uh, Buffy and Giles meet Joyce and Buffy explains that they're lucky she stopped them before they did <laughs> did more than they did my England is crap Buffy explains that they're lucky she stopped them before they did more than they did no that does make sense it just doesn't look right but uh, you're led to believe at the end of this episode you know, you're acting the kids, you're all reckless. Uh, you know, I'm glad I stopped you before you did something really stupid. So we get the, the inclination at the end of this episode is that Jay's and Buffy's mother have slept together, which is very, very possible because in that 
sequence in the, the beginning of the episode where the two of them are only starting to eat the chocolates at night time. They're going to town and Buffy, giving her a hard time. And it's the next day after Buffy, or after Jays doesn't turn up the study hall where Buffy goes looking for him. So there's been a night right there. And they've been together the whole time. So that definitely did happen. Uh, Joyce and Jays look embarrassed. Buffy fails in the notice. That is pretty much the episode in a nutshell. Now, I have to say, once again, this is. This season is. Don't get me wrong, it has its place. And there, there's a lot of stuff, character development coming up in the series. It's going to be very important going on, not just for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but for the spin off Angel as well. You know, you've got Fifth the Vampire Slayer in the mix as well. She's going to come a big part of this series as well. And she's going to be. There is a fantastic two parter in the Angel series concerning Fifth. Which is absolutely fantastic. But we'll get to that in due course. But uh, again, this, uh, this season here was, for me, in my mind, the tough, probably the toughest season for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because it was just, after everything that went down in season two, that was always going to be difficult to follow up. But, uh, you know, obviously they did well. Because eventually, whenever the series ended... Or we thought that it had ended. They actually brought it back for another, I want to say, two seasons. But it could have been one season. It definitely ran a lot longer than was anticipated for the series. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed this little chat on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm going to go now, grab some sleep. Because I am up at stupid o'clock in the morning to go to work. I absolutely hate the whole 9 to 5 life well I can't even say the 9 to 5 life because my hours this week are going to be something ridiculous like 5 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon something stupid they got completely unrealistic crap hours is it any wonder I have got no social life if I'm working hours they got there so that's going to do it guys stay safe and I'll talk to you in the next episode